Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. We might never change the world, at least we've had our say. Real talk about movies, music, politics, race, and religion. Growing Up, Not Growing Old, the feeling is still the same. Live from New York, it's the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. My name is Mike Russo. My guest this week, Jim Maller. What's up, Jim? Oh, not a lot. How are you doing this evening? All right. Did I say your last name correct? Is that Maller? You, you did. Oh, good. Cause I, that... I, give pe- I give people heck that don't, so don't worry. I always correct it because it's, ki- it's kind of important because when you say it right, it, ki- it refers to the duck, which is part of my branding, so right. it's all good. Yeah, because I see the IA in there. It kind of throw- threw me off a little bit, but good. What's yeah, the, I, as, I, as somebody as somebody once joked with me, that's because I'm part of the Illuminati. I had oh. to throw the eye in there just for a public notice. Good, that's good to know right off the bat. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't really do interviews. I just kind of like to hang out and talk to my guests. Um, but a lot of times, I have some kind of past rapport or or something. But for you, it was like sight unseen. I just. I just asked you kind of out of the blue to do the show, so I guess I, I'll start this off by saying, who are you? Who am I? Oh, boy, that's a tough question to answer. I'm from Western Pennsylvania, if you people were wondering where the accent's from, because I get that a lot. Um, right. I'm a paranormal investigator, paranormal team founder, a paranormal radio host. That's kind of the jig. That's where people know me from. So I talk about ghosts, demons, UFOs, Bigfoot. Uh, conspiracy theories, you know, anything that you don't find on CNN, pretty much. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. What's the name of your show? Uh, surprisingly enough, The Mallard Report. All right, cool. The Mallard Report. Awesome. And uh, is that available on iTunes? Uh, don't mention that right now. They kind of have me upset. Okay, forget about that. <laughs> you want the long story or you just want to leave it there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd like to... It should be available. It, mean... it should be available on iTunes. I... I've recently switched feeds, and Stitcher updated it within hours, and I'm on week two of trying to get it updated on iTunes. Oh, shit, really? So, well, yeah, I mean... So, uh, it should be available on iTunes, but it's currently, as of this broadcast, it, it is not. Okay, well, um, so. you, the name of the show is The Mallet Report. People, um, they could just look that up if they want to listen to it. Um, you mentioned paranormal, and you're pretty much talking about... It. Everything, ghosts, UFOs, covering the whole spectrum. Um, what is... Okay, like I'm interested in all of these subjects. That's one of the reasons why I had extra to come on, because you had mentioned it. Right. But I don't believe, but I want to. Like, what have you seen? Like, what yeah. made you take the turn? So you have the X-Files poster up there, I want to believe. Yeah, and I have the music playing, I want to believe. See, I've experienced, I don't want to say seen, because it's kind of fuzzy, but I've experienced ghosts. And that's what kind of got me into all this. And then you start talking to people about ghosts, and then you start hearing other things. And next thing you know, you're just kind of neck deep into it. And then every time somebody asks you a question, you're so deep into it. Right. So it was. It was the more of okay. the. Okay. Oh, sorry. Pop money methods. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I, I. 
Could be good. I don't know. Skype was showing me some weird messages. I don't know. Okay, sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. Um, where was I? Oh, so, yeah. So it's neck deep because now you start thinking about, okay, so we started with ghosts. And then I go to an event and somebody starts talking to me about Bigfoot. So I start looking at Bigfoot. And that's other cryptids. And then it's like aliens because that's the next, you know, is the government hiding Bigfoot or are they hiding aliens? And then there's your conspiracies. You're into, you know, who shot JFK is what I did part of my show on last week. It's just like, who knows where it's going next. Uh, That's that's why I couldn't find your show on my podcast app, huh? Yeah, that'd be it. Like I said, I updated some feeds, and hopefully, I'm bothering them every day I get a chance to. But yeah, that's what you yeah that's what you kind of have to do. They uh, it takes them a while to put their stuff up. But um, uh, can you tell me a story about your encounter? Uh, I'll tell you a story about one of them. I've had a couple, so. Uh, oh yeah, you know whatever I, you want to do, man. <laughs> well, this is what I often refer to. It's uh, the most visually impacting one, so that's kind of why I go here. Yeah. Um, I was out late one night uh, trying to pick up a buddy who got kicked out of his parents' house, and he told me he'd meet me at this spot. Of course, it was out in the woods, and I said, that's fine. Of course, I got out of work and got there about 11 o'clock, and I'm like yelling and honking the horn. You know, I'm not driving down for the, you know, I'm done. I'm ready to go home. And um, can't find him. I'm like, okay, so I get out of the car and start walking I was swearing up a storm at him because, you know, I'm mad. I just want to go home and go to bed. I get up to the train bridge, and um, I started hearing, get out. I'm like, oh, you're very funny, you know, blah, blah, blah. I heard it again, and I realized the second time I heard it, it wasn't his voice. And I'm like, no, okay. So I start across the bridge, and I hear it the third time, and the final time that I hear this, get out. And the next thing I know, I'm laying face down on the train bridge, and I I go to get up, and I, I start thinking, I wasn't moving because I, I realized that I'm, you know, over water at 11 o'clock at night with this flashlight that is about as bright as a candle. And I didn't want to be going any further because I'd have to come back across. And I realized then when I, I'm, I'm laying there, I realized then I don't have the flashlight again anymore. Yeah. Okay. Lucky me. As right. I fell, I dropped the flashlight here. It's, you know, it's dark. I got no moonlight because it's cloudy. And I'm like, lucky me. Yeah. And then I go to get up, and I just feel this presence telling me not to get up. So I, I proceed to crawl back across this bridge to the rocks on the you know on the train trestle and get up. And uh, all I heard then is, I told you to get up. And I got up, or told you to get out, and I got up. And um, proceeded to advance with, I don't want to say caution, but uh, walked to my car rapidly, but carefully because obviously i spooked at that point and, yeah. and left the so the time between your car and, so, and the bridge is there like lost time there i was out of the car i was out of the car for about four minutes and i'll tell you when i got back in the car i did not believe it was four minutes because it seemed like i was out there for longer than that Especially crawl, you know, crawling across halfway across the bridge, you'd think it would took you longer than that. So, yeah, that sounds like an extraterrestrial. Encounter. I mean, I wasn't. It all seemed really, it all seemed really slow. Like I should, I, I figured I was gone for like half an hour, forty minutes, and that was only four minutes. So, mm, wow, it was strange. Do you do you, uh, you put that down as a as a ghostly encounter or more of an extraterrestrial thing? 
I call it ghostly, but I didn't see anything. All I heard was that I told you to get out. So I don't. I mean, that's there's nothing. There was nothing seen. So I, I just call it kind of ghostly because that's oh, that's what I started believing in. So I guess that's maybe partially why I chalk it up to that because that's where I. Yeah, and, and ghosts have the track record of telling people to get out of places too. So I can yeah, see well, why well, the first time I heard "get out," but being the uh, the moron that I am, I, that's the first time uh, something more than said "get out" kind of got my attention. Yeah. So you're <laughs> also an investigator, huh? That's pretty cool. That's like an like an adventurous thing to do. It is, but it isn't at the same time because you can you just spend a lot of time sitting in the dark trying to get videos and, and audio clips. It sounds more fun than it really Yeah, is. I guess you're kind of used to it. You get sick of it after <laughs> a while. And then the real work starts when you get back. And then the, then you start sitting there listening to these eight hours of audio that you have and trying to find that one maybe two-second clip of audio that makes that whole trip worth it. And Have you had that? Yeah. I wish it was more fun well, here's the problem. My team has. I have not because I hear it's such a the frequency. I forget what it is, but I, I have the average male hearing, and that is normally where most people that have the hearing level I have don't hear EVPs. The women on my team hear them all the time. They play them for me. I'm like, that's cute. What was it? And they're like, you don't hear that? It's No, I don't. So. Uh, what's we did a, a, a live remote? For, hold on. We did a live remote for the local radio station, and... Um, we, they cost me and they played them for me seven, eight times, different places, different computers, different headphones. We get in the studio and I'm standing beside the DJ and he takes his headphones off and he sits them down because he doesn't want to hear them because he's spooked all this stuff. But I hear them from his headphones in the studio. I'm like, do you mind if I put them? He's like, no, go ahead. Yeah. So I'm sitting there with his, I don't know, several hundred dollar headphones. I'm like, dude, this is amazing. And they're like, mm -hmm. told you. And I'm like, can I borrow these headphones? He's like, no, he wasn't happy. <laughs> <laughs> so where are all the ghosts? Like where are they? I don't. I never seen any. They don't. They don't play any tricks on me. Well, they're busy being held up, being held hostage by these people that go to these paid for haunted visit places. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. Like what is? It seems in your experience, and um, you've had a couple. What do you think, and I'm sure you've read a bunch of books and did your research, what exactly is, because I've heard people that I know closely say they've seen or have encountered with something that they can only be explained as a ghost, so what is the actual, in your world, what is a ghost or a demon? Well, there, there's a big separation there, so we'll Yeah, let's just it. stick with ghosts, because demons is a whole other thing. Um Demons is thrown around way too much, in my personal opinion. But well, we can get back to that, I'm sure. Um, what is a ghost? That's I, I personally, this is a theory I kind of am going to butcher for you because this is how it was explained to me. This isn't how they explained it to everybody else. That we can see for brief blips, it's like there's a roll of film and a pinhole goes through it. And as we're looking at that present moment, we can see back on the next picture behind the roll of film. As it's rolled up, you can see that little brief moment right through that little pinhole like a gap in time space continuum or some weird it was so so over my head but when they explained it with the roll of film it kind of made sense and sometimes like you i'm assuming you you just see something someone you see the farmhouse instead of the farmer because of where your pinhole was dropped right <laughs> 
and it doesn't bother you because you see, you know, you, you, you know, you see an old farmhouse or something. You're like, oh, whatever. Oh, right, that, you know, right. that was cute. Mm. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I could run with that, sure. Other than that, I have no idea. I well, mean, that made the most sense to me of all the things I've seen or heard or read or so. It's almost like a different plane. And then somebody and somebody went as far when I told them that it's like the deja vu thing. Like you can see the other end of the film that's coming through, and you see that little glip, that little pinhole in the for, in the foreground. And I'm like, ooh, that's that's even steeper because I've had yeah. those little flashes of deja vu happen, and it's like, and man, it makes you wonder. Yeah, that's uh, the deja vu thing is crazy because whenever I get it, I always try to predict what's going to happen next because I'm like, oh, shit, this happened before I'm having deja vu. What's going to happen next? It never happens. <laughs> but I would, I would think it's interesting to think that it, that's, it's almost like the ghosts are on a different plane of existence that once in a while interferes with our plane of existence. And deja vu is actually our subconsciousness kind of almost dipping into their plane a little bit. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's kind of funny to think about that. If you take the two dimensions, the past and the pre- or the future, and them crossing paths, and having a joke at our expense at any point they want to. <laughs> right, they're always in in all the movies and stuff. They're always like pranksters and shit. Why are they always playing pranks on people? I never get that. Just well, like, I think that's. I think <laughs> that's the only way we pay attention to them. Is, oh, okay, right. But uh, I tell you what, though. If a ghost just came out of the blue and sliced up my cat and be like, yo, here I am, I think that would work. <laughs> well, I think it would too, but it's more fun to steal somebody's keys. Plus yeah, mess too. That's definitely, <laughs> yeah, I hear that. That makes sense. I'm not a, I don't really like the, the haunted, the, the haunted houses that are put on. Like, um, okay, come down to the, the house oh, yeah. of horrors and about. people jump out at you. I prefer to go to a place that has a history and has like a feeling to it or an aura. That's the type of shit that really gets me. Yeah, I, I prefer I, I prefer any I don't watch horror movies. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I don't I don't I don't do the haunted the Halloween type stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather go to I, People hate me when I say this, but I, I like going in people's houses and just looking around. And random, random experience. People? Well, yeah, anybody's house just to see if there's a vibe and energy. Right. Just weird, just weirdness, and some people kind of look at me like I'm crazy. But well, I mean, I, maybe I am. If they know what you do, it's not crazy. I mean, you know. If I well, was a, some people it is. If I was an architect <laughs> and I walked in your house and started looking at the structural integrity of the of the place, it, I wouldn't be crazy. I mean, it all depends on your mind space, really. If you came in my place and you were like, "I feel something over here," and or, or there's a something over here, I wouldn't think you were crazy because that's just what you do, you know. And if I'm letting you in my house and gonna be a dick to you for doing what you do, then I'm an asshole anyway. <laughs> well, that's where the demon thing comes in. I, that's we'll, we'll tie this into that part of the conversation. Yeah. If, if the person was a dick in life, what are they going to be in the afterlife? Probably worse. They're still be a dick. Yeah. That they, they you know, now they can walk through the walls and they don't have to play by the rules. They're going to be worse. Yeah. So, all right. So that's where all the, what that's is, where all that hype comes from. What is the demon? You know, I've been doing this for seven years now, and I have not seen one. I I, I hear stories out of them, 
some more credible than others, but having not seen one makes me go, it's just that negative person. We all have them in our life or had them in our life. I, you know, I try to keep them away from, from my yeah. life now, but it's sometimes hard to do. So yeah, sure. I, and some and some are worse than others. What has the person who has seen it ta- uh, said to you? I mean, how was how do you differentiate? Is it Living Dead? Well, it's yeah, it's it's possess basically possession of the person that always seems to summon goes hand in hand with the word of demon, and right, there's demonic. there's signs and symptoms, but. But there's so many. As this, uh, this is a de- famous demonologist who told me, there's so many mental health conditions that mirror these symptoms that he won't touch anybody until they've been checked out by a psychologist or uh, whoever else in their actual PCP. Because, as he said, there's so there's so many, like even bipolar schizophrenia or any of these things that go, yeah. you know, or I don't want to say fairly common, even like side effects of depression medication can cause a whole range of a nasty nightmares for people. Mm. Um, so it, it's so hard to pinpoint because I think he told me he's been doing it for, I want to say 30 years. I, I'm not exactly sure. And he's only seen seven cases of it in his career and he's investigated or processed thousands of cases that have come before him. So I actually, that number for me, that number sounds high for seven out of thirty years. I mean, that it's nothing. But I, I thought you were gonna say two. Well, he he told me that it may seem high, but when you f- figure out that he's done thousands of cases, because he he is tied with the Catholic Church, so he gets their load. So, it's probably closer to seven. That's like one in a thousand. Demonologists or, uh, perform or, exorcisms. Uh, with, no, he does not. The, he assists with the ceremony, but the uh, Catholic father or priest or whatever they're called doesn't. Oh, but gives he, the. He would be present though, and he would. He knows the yes. history of it. He knows. He yes. he knows the text, oh, yeah. so to speak. Yes, he 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 told me he could do it, but based off their tradition and basically it boils down to he right. <laughs> you know how sometimes you recommend people for membership. Yeah, well, right. kind of the same deal. He goes to whoever, there's a council of people and presents his findings, and then they, I'm sure they do some sort of small investigation of themselves to confirm what he found, and then do the the rites of exorcism. And he said, it's not, It's he said, even having been present for seven of them, the range of those seven is from like, oh, like getting coffee to, you know, they actually had to physically restrain the one. So, makes you even wonder if a couple of them were necessary. So now I know you're not a demonologist, but I'm curious to know what. Okay, so let's say someone could either be possessed or they can have schizophrenia. Like the symptoms are very similar. What I wonder what's that thing that tips off the demonologist? Like. That's a demonic possession. Is do you know what that one or two telltale signs would be? I asked him and he didn't give me them, so I'm gonna just guess for you. Um, it has something to do with. There, he has trigger words, keywords that he works into a conversation. They're biblical. Um, I want to say 
I want to say Latin, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But he slips into a conversation, like he'll be talking and just drop one. And based off the reaction, he'll say some like demonic negative connotation words like it's okay, you know, whatever. Yeah, some, you know, just some little thing that, you know, would comfort that. And then he'll say something else that would, you know, like God loves you. And that'd provoke it, you know, so he could gauge the reaction of the per This is, like I said, he didn't tell me this, but I'm guessing off the context of what he kind of did tell me. Because, yeah, you know, people, if it, if he tells people, because when I interview him on my show, if he tells people what he does, all these stupid people out there that print their certificate off getmyfakeparanormaldegree.com will be out there running around trying to do it. But So I understand him. I respect his not telling me thing. But, so I, I'm sure there's... So that's what I gathered, that there's some old-school Latin involved that would give you a quick tell if the person is actually possessed or just trying to be possessed. Yeah, that makes sense, because if he slips something in there in some kind of ancient dead language, and the person, there's no way that person could possibly know it, and there's even a, like, a, 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 you know, just a little bit of reaction, that's probably enough to go on. Yeah, I would imagine, I would agree. There was a great movie called the. That'd um, be how I'd do it. The uh, the ex. Uh, fuck, I forgot the name of it. But there's a great movie where they deal with that. The girl, the exorcism of Emily Rose is called, and she's possessed, but they think she's schizophrenic. So it's a demonic possession movie, intertwined with a court case of her. It's really interesting. I know you said you don't watch horror movies, but that one is 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 really good and it's done well. And they go back and forth. So I've got, I've got, I'm going to, I'm going to change your topic real quick. because I want to ask you a question. Okay. This is is a legitimate, serious thing that I've got in my email. This woman contacts me. Now remember, I'm, I'm a internet radio personality. So I get people from coast to coast around the world sending me messages, not just local people, but my team. So I get a message one night. It's late. I don't even know why I'm up. It's like one 30. I need your help. My dog is possessed. All right. I'm so gonna... I reply, how can you tell? <laughs> because what am I, what am I, what am I going to do? Okay. Well, she fires, like we're chat, we're chatting via email and she proceeds to tell me her dog won't eat her new food and is peeing in the corner of the kitchen. So that makes her dog possessed. I'm like, maybe he's mad that you got him new food. So- nope, can't be that. Sounds like the dog is just I'm a like, dick. It might be that. <laughs> it might be that. I said, are his eyes red? She's like, no. I'm like, is he barking in foreign languages? And she's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe. I'm like, maybe you need to call Caesar Milan. Or, yeah, that's, that's a dog whisperer, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the guy. She's yeah. not messaging me then. So she probably found somebody else to message. Yeah, email Purina. She probably Purina. started emailing George, George Norrie or somebody. <laughs> that's a strange one, man. That's 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 a strange one. You get a lot of strange emails like that doing what you do? Uh, it seems they come in bunches. Like like that one, there was like a, a week where I just got a whole bunch of strange crap. And then I can go six months before I get... And then it comes again. It's just, there's it's unpredictable, but it, I kind of enjoy it. But on the other hand, it's kind of like, oh my. You you know, know, I, I, you know, I try to reply to people just because, you know, nature of the beast, you want to be nice to people, but 
after a while, it kind of gets like, really? You want me to come exercise your dog? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you had said something earlier about the, um, the, uh, there's people that they have like, what do they do? They, they, they're fraud demonologists or fraud yeah. investigators, or whatever. Is there money to be made? Why would someone want to fake that? Well, there is some money to be made. And if you can over-credential yourself and make yourself sound like you've been studying this for more years than you have, or especially, I don't, I don't know. There's a, there are people out there trying to make money, and I always tell people they're out there. There's plenty of people like me out there doing it for free because we're researching and have a strong interest in it. Just do your homework. Don't pay. Don't pay anybody unless I mean, if you want to spend your money on it, spend your money on it. But just do your research and find find out if they're worth their money. Just like just like if you're calling a medium or a plumber or anything else. Yeah, right. What um? Do you have any cases pending right now? What are you working on now? Shockingly, I don't, which is probably, <laughs> I'm kind of glad because it's getting summertime and I like having my, my days free to, to do whatever I want. So, of yeah. course, I've said that now and it's out in the universe. So, guess what? My phone will probably ring yeah, in of course. a second now. <laughs> you put it out there. I just want to go back to the demon thing for a second. What are they? Are they agents? Uh, do you believe in a devil, in a, in a religion? Are they agents of the devil? Are they just spirits? pissed off spirits that that's their thing that they do like what like what are they yeah that's where i'm at more pissed off than um, agents of the devil of course we all have our our l's and our evils and you know i, I heard a song once that you know the spirits you're chasing spirits and you know I, they, they were referring to the drinking and i went boy that's kind of an l though you know and that's kind of a demon if you look at it that way instead True. of chasing spirits so is this all just on the, the earth and plane, or is there the afterlife world promised? And I just can't. Boy, I'd love to sit here and say one way or the other, but I'm still yeah. grappling with it. So, I would like to believe, like, I'm not religious at all. I don't believe in any religion or anything like that, but I'm so interested in, the, I guess, the mythology of it. Like, there, somewhere on earth, there's a gate to hell, and you go past it, and that's what sh- whatever's whatever's down there, and demons come up, and there's fallen angels. I just like the whole mythology of it. I don't believe in it. I would like to think it was real. Um, so you're not on that any of that either. Now, as I as my joke about hell is, it's rush hour traffic in a major city. <laughs> yeah, probably L.A. because that shit's brutal. Yeah. I- I mean, I live in a small western Pennsylvania town, and I get mad when I have to sit through a light. Like, you know, there's that many cars in front of me that I have to sit through that first light. And so I can't imagine sitting in traffic for two hours. I'd probably, yeah. What's the, um, the biggest city close to you? I'm right in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle of sorts, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, and Cleveland. Oh, so you're up over there. I know. Oh, okay. That's that's a shitty place to be. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo and Cleveland, Pittsburgh is all right, but yeah, I like Pittsburgh out of the three of them. But I'm right in the middle, so I'm actually about 90 miles from any of them. So it's kind of nice though if there's something I want to, you know, far enough away that I, if I want to go see a concert that's close enough to go, but far enough away I don't have to deal with the traffic or anything. So are you um are you familiar with Camelback Resort? I am not. I've never heard of it. Uh, it's a new water park opened up, and I think the Poconos. That's probably far from you though. That's that's like eight hours away. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much Jersey. 
Yeah. That's the, f- I love when t- somebody sees you from Pennsylvania and you're like, they tell you about something near Philly or that other side of the state. And I'm like, yeah, that's six, seven, eight hours away. Yeah. Cause if uh, you're over there by Buffalo and Cleveland, you're way up there. Yeah. I'm, I'm closer to Lake Erie than. <laughs> it's a big fucking state, man. It's, it's huge. I've been there a couple of times. It's a big state. Great. Beautiful though. It, yes. It's it. Well, especially around this area where you can get out and, uh, Hit hit the dirt road, so to speak. Now let me um. Let's go to everyone's favorite, the UFO. Okay. Uh, I thought I saw something when I was a kid. Who knows? Uh, <clears throat> let me let me describe it to you, and you tell me if you've heard anything like this, or if you know it was just a movie fucking premiere. <laughs> I was uh laying down on the grass. I guess I was like twelve. Okay. And me and my friends all lined up. We weren't doing anything, you know. We weren't high or drinking or anything. Just staring into the sky. It was like just getting dark out. And there was three circles. They were like white, transparent, um, grayish, weird color. Three of them, they were kind of big. Like, uh, you know, you they were noticeable. Kind of like movie lights. You know when the movie yeah. lights shine in the sky? But it wasn't. Because we were in the suburbs and there was no movies around. And they started shaking and moving in like a circular direction around each other. Almost like a cluster. Yeah. Okay. That's... I don't know what that was to this day. I've never seen anything like that before either. Well, I, I haven't... I've heard enough stories sim- have similar components to that. There's always kind of a variable. But the round shape, that, that silver, like kind of a aluminum can color... I guess for the lack of a better radio explanation, yeah. but kind of a flat, not the polished up kind. Um, yeah, it seems like you've seen something uh, otherworldly. I haven't heard any um, U.S. military things that have done that. I've heard some, you know, there's always reports they're trying to squash, but it was very strange. Very strange. Based off the movement pattern is what kind of gets me with these things because you know when they fry just you know from on the horizon left to right or right to left kind of in a straight line you go yeah yeah right it could be a test test flight or something but when they start uh, doing strange things it kind of circular it's weird and based off and based off your location i don't think that's an idea an ideal area for a a test flight crash so to speak (laughs) no not at all i mean Definitely not, but they were moving in like a small circular. I don't know, it was weird. Like, that's the only thing that ever made me think or believe, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's, that's enough, though. Enough to make you wonder. Now, we live in an age where everyone has everyone has a camera in their pockets, but there seems to be more footage from back in the day. They, I feel like there should be UFO sightings every day, unless there is, and I don't, I'm not on the scene like you are. Well, there isn't, though, and I, I think you're on to something. Now, are they staying away because they know that we have all these cameras, or I don't know. And here's the thing. I talked to a guy who's seen Bigfoot, had a phone in his pocket, didn't bother, was too in the moment to, I don't oh, want to say in shock, but... shit in his fucking pants. Yeah, somewhere in there. He didn't, I mean, he, he didn't register with him to take his phone out. Right. Which, I, you know, I said, I can, I can get, but then again, I kind of like... Why didn't you? Why weren't you? Didn't you already have your phone out? Kind of deal. Yeah, if so, you're on the hunt, I guess. Well, he wasn't. 
And that's the other thing. He was just out um, enjoying a afternoon hike with... He had somebody with him, but they've stopped to go to the bathroom, so he was looking other direction. Wait a minute, so... (laughs) Somebody (laughs) went to go to the bathroom and he missed Bigfoot? He must have been pissed. That's my understanding of the story went, yes. Because by the time he... uh, (laughs) Put it back together, so to speak, and turned around. It was gone. Oh, what so. a bummer! <laughs> What's your so, um? <laughs> you have uh, extraterrestrial experiences or any no, stories? Any anything about I the greys? I don't. I don't. And that uh, somebody told me that's because I've had the the ghostly experiences. They stay away from people like that because some this gets into this weird time space continuum thing that it's all the same energy being kind of thing but they present them in a method that would make the person seeing them believe so if you believe in greys you'd see greys if you believe in ghosts you see ghosts it's like yeah yeah it's and a, that kind of, that theory whole just blows my mind i mean i i still haven't wrapped my head around that one but i, I ask guests that i have on who have seen one or the other often if they've seen something else and the, the answer often is no I, so. it, well, pop culture influences people as well. If we see all these alien movies where they all look like the greys and that's in your head and you think you see something, you might your mind might manifest a grey outside your window. Yes. Or a green. I like them as greens, personally. But that's... <laughs> yeah, well, um, I... I just I said I can't get around the thing they said you don't really watch too many movies because I just watched an alien movie the other day and they had three... Do you watch alien movies at all? Sci-fi? Nope. <laughs> all right, well, anyway, so I, I watched the movie. It was about an alien abduction, and they had three different types of aliens. And I want to see if that is from your world. It was the greys. Which are the common ones. That's more about 90, 95% of the stories, it I, seems. I, uh, you got to forgive me because I forgot the other one. And one well, was... There's the Crete Little Green Martians that kind of, I've heard like a couple, maybe one or two people talking about. And then there's the, um, what color are they? strange. They're really strange. Like kind of like Avatar kind of looking thing, I guess, for the lack of a better. Right. Yeah. And I've only heard one. I mean, that story <laughs> kind of sounded like the movie Avatar, if you get what I'm saying. What, with the tail? But, like the, 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 the way they yeah. connected? Well, no, nah, not necessarily the way they connected, but how different it was compared to every other thing I've heard. So Oh, right. I I mean, not to discount that one, but What about lizard? Which one of these isn't like the other, so to speak? Lizard uh people. Yeah. Which is kinda of, there's a cryptid uh, that is kind of hybrid like that, so I don't know. Are you uh are you a gamer at all? No. Because I'm playing a game right now and they mentioned the cryptids. What is that? I mean, in the game, it's a, it's like an alien being. Is that just what it is? Yeah, probably. It could. I mean, because there's blurred lines there, like between cryptids and these alien creatures, and yeah. So, I mean, obviously, it could be just a creation too. So, I guess we can't over yeah. overanalyze. But yeah, right. Uh, often, I I find there's shreds of truth that they've taken from somewhere and spun it to something else if that's the case so so i I think i kind of like the fact that you don't really have too much movie knowledge because i mean that could really influence people you know some people because 
There was um I know you're aware of fire in the sky, right? Come on, give me that. Nope. Come on, man. Nope. Fire in the sky based on a true story? Seriously, I, I probably watch four or five movies a year. Right, well, this was the one where um, the guy was abducted and, you know, there's lost time involved always. Yes. He well, I think that's, that's fair right. to have lose time because when you get into the moment, you can lose time in a hurry. And it came – something triggered his memory and it, it came back and they were um, – they had him up in the ship, and they were fucking with him. They were experimenting on him and, and poking and prodding him and stuff. Have you ever heard, have you ever dealt with any cases like that? Of an alien poking and prodding somebody? Or, you know, someone with lost time, something jarring their memory or something coming back saying, oh, this, uh, not, not, not so much experimentation, but someone having lost time, and then it's, it gets jarred back, and he says, "Oh, wait a minute! I was, I was, I, they took me here, or I saw this." I have interviewed people that have lost time. I haven't actually had okay. anybody explain it to me off the record, so to speak. So, so it's like they were one place. Five minutes yeah. goes by, and it's two weeks later. It wasn't necessarily that. This was kind of... I can't remember the guy's name. This is horrible. It was just recently, too, which makes it even more worse. Yeah. Uh, he, he astral projected, which is travel in your sleep. I've heard of that, yeah. For the layman who may not wonder what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, he went to uh, space, according to his story, and um, seen the Earth from, you know, the basically the moon and all this. I mean, it was... I'm not discounting a story, but it was definitely a trip. Well, I think you, you kind of, I think it's kind of your job as an investigator. You kind of, your, your job is to kind of discount these stories. Well, it, it is, but as a host, I just want them to tell their stories. It's not my job to sit there and say, well, this guy is full of shit. No, you never. Know? My job is just to let them feel welcome and tell their story. And then as you, the listener, or me, the host, just kind of take it in and say, because often I find myself saying, how do I feel? How do I believe about this? I mean, traveling in your sleep. Does that even register as something that I could possibly believe? Let alone where it goes after that. I mean, all the rest of it is kind of like gravy on your potatoes. If you believe the potatoes. Yeah. So. I would like to know how long it took him to astrally project himself into space. Well, a, he said. A hell of a trip. He said he was only, go he was, he fell asleep at normal time and was up to normal time and. That's all he knows for sure. So he doesn't know what time he left his body, so to speak, or what time he got back. But The only time, I think one time I was sick when I was a kid, and I think I actually project, projected some green shit in the toilet. That's my only <laughs> experience. Well, he pointed out to me the interesting thing. Have you ever felt like you were falling out of bed? But then, oh, always. Yeah, sure. That's your body coming back. Or your soul coming back to your body. Oh, uh, see now I can get on board with that. See now, now you got me. You just you just put your hooks into me with that one, cause so. that happens to me a lot. And I'm grabbing the side of the bed like I'm uh, I'm like holding on or grabbing on to something. Yeah. So, cause that's kind of how you see people. I hate to go this route, but when they're dead, they're kind of that rigid arm sound beside their body kind of deal. Yeah. Kind of probably the same thing if your spirit leaves your body. What good is all that stuff? Man, I, wa I want to remember where I went. I know. I guess you I'm just glad I don't wake up on the floor when it happens to me. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I also get that sleep paralysis shit, too. Is there any kind of extra supernatural thing with that? Please say yes. I, I have heard there is. I haven't dug into it enough to be able to give you a definitive yes or no on it, but there is something to it. Yeah, I, I, I want it. I don't want it to just be your mind wakes up and your body doesn't, which probably it's just not cool enough. I want I want it to be like you travel into this and that and the other thing, and it to, it's torturous and it sucks, but I want there to be a little something else with it. Yeah, like like you're, uh, like you have to go to the bathroom and your, your soul's not there, so now you're stuck. That, see that? See that? See now that kind of makes it shitty. No pun intended. Well, it's something though. I mean, I like I said, I don't, I haven't dug enough into it, but there seems I I've heard different things about. I mean, rumblings about it, but I didn't pay enough attention to know for sure what what the jig is. So, so yeah. So if there's if there's some kind of weird theory about sleep paralysis, I can't even imagine what people are saying about exploding head syndrome. Is there anything for that? <laughs> I have no idea what that is even. I'm just laughing because it just sounds horrible. Yeah, it's a really... They have to think of another name for this. I had a, an author on way back when, sci-fi author. He's actually a friend of mine. And he was explaining to me he has exploding head syndrome. This was about two years ago, actually. And what it is is you're sleeping right. and you'll be jarred awake by a loud bang. It doesn't have to... Not like a gunshot or a... A tire exploding, just some kind of bang in your head. It wakes you up. And at the time, I was like, yo, this dude's crazy. And they just did a news story on it last week. It's a real thing. You gotta, you gotta Google it. Check it out. <laughs> well, I'm afraid if I Google it, it'll start happening. And I. <laughs> yeah, psychosomatic exploding head syndrome. I don't need that. Nah, that's not a good look, right? You must I have a. You must have a ton of equipment. Well, I don't have... It's not as exciting. I have some video cameras, cameras, recorders. I have some of the stuff you've probably seen on TV, but I don't believe... I have real trouble with the, like the K2 meters and the ghost blocks and all the fun stuff out there. Um, you, main, yeah. Mainly because... Okay, let's break it down. Ghost blocks, you're, you're playing with a broken radio, and it, I can... You know, it, you, of course you're going to hear voices going to hear clips of songs and if you go to am you're going to hear rush limbaugh or whoever or george nori he's on overnight or who you know whoever the local dj is at that point so you're going to hear some actual human voices now if you ask who's there and you hear george because you, <laughs> you know well did you just hear george nori introducing himself or did you hear spirit george well right it's hard to tell that's, so that, that one, in, that instrument, not to cut you off, but that instrument seems more of a performance item. Yeah, it really it gets people. It gets people. There's that excitement because, like I said, you I ask is who's here, and you hear George, it amps up. It's becoming real. So, which is fine for some people if that's what they want. Okay, you give them the the song and dance, so to speak. It's a good tool for the frauds. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> whoops. No. It's a valuable research. <laughs> I, tr I tried. Yeah. And, yeah, as, yeah. and the K2 meter is, I'm sure you've seen them. It's the blinky lights, the red through green. They've been on all the ghost shows uh, through the time. Think, I don't think I'm familiar with it. Um, I'm sure if you've seen a picture of you, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, right. Only, only, only problem is they go off with cell phones and walkie talkies and microwaves and um, any number of, even uh, I've seen one go off of an alarm clock. So wow, 
as the minutes flipped over, you know, it was the old-fashioned ones that had the little flippy numbers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a trip that was. I'm sitting there for a while, and it kept seeing this blip, and it's like, I wonder what that is. Because, you know, I'm at this point, my when I'm investigating, I know this thing goes off because of electronic devices and other stuff, and I'm like, nobody has their phones out. I don't have walkie-talkies out tonight, you know? Nope. Mm. You know, I'm running down this list, and then I hear the little flip, and I'm like, that's what it is. That's Whoa. It. What a parallel trick that is, because if you could, you know, you could sit here and time that up right, <laughs> and have a whole bunch of questions going down with answers that you know that but, little click, huh? Yeah, you gotta. Um, I see some some of these guys um, with like boom mics and stuff. I had one, and um, well, I had a parabolic microphone, and unfortunately, the satellite dish thing—I forgot the name of it there. Yeah, uh, got dropped. <laughs> Uh-oh. And chat it shattered, but before I mean we used it for almost a year, and all it really did was really irritate the person wearing it because you're listening for the the EVPs, the little the little voices in the background. Yeah, and we don't whisper, so I'm sitting here talking to you like I'm talking, you know, normally on an investigation. And there's this guy holding a microphone, and he's like, "Would you keep it down? It's so loud." <laughs> <laughs> what about um? Uh, EVP is that electronic voice? What's the yes. piece? Uh, phenomenon. Okay. And man, like I said, we were kind of dabbled around it. I believe it, but I don't believe it because I, I have a hard, such a hard time hearing it with my own ears. But enough people hear it, so I, I mean, it makes some sense. Of course, when you're not there, it's kind of hard to tell that that wasn't a person just whispering. So it kind of gets into a gray area for me in a hurry. But How about white noise. Well, that's another thing, because if you, maybe it's just me, because I, I, you know, I, I did this one night, I threw myself in a room and turned the TV on with just no, the white screen and the, the noise coming out. Oh, yeah, you hear some shit. It's hard to do anymore because of all the DVD players and all this stuff, and your TV stays black, but anyway, so once you get to that point where you can do it, <laughs> yeah. man, you look at that screen and you listen to that noise for, took me like 15 minutes, and man, I was done. Yeah, I was seeing things in the static and hearing things, and I yeah I did that when I was a kid because of Poltergeist. Uh, I stared at the because you know I don't I don't know how old you are, but you're probably old enough to remember that after a while TV ended. Yes, and you would get the American the the song and then static. Vaguely, so, I do very very little remember that, but I I grew up in a house that you had the uh, the rabbit ears and the and the tinfoil, so I I I appreciate the static. Did you have and the vice grips on the channel changer as well? Uh, not that far. Oh, because I remember I, when when the when the knob would fall off, we <laughs> and we would have to get the vice grips and because we would lose the knob, and then you'd have to use vice grips to change the channel. All right, maybe that's a little too too much white trash information out there for the people. <laughs> but but uh, I do I do remember often having to go to the TV because the remote didn't work, and nowadays that's just like. Blasphemy and uncalled for. Yeah, I just, you'd be buying. You'd be like going to Walmart to buy a new remote. Yeah, I'll just control everything from my phone now. But <laughs> so what I did was I st- st- I would stare into the static to see if the ghosts would come out like they did in Poltergeist. And what I found was if you just stare at that screen and listen to the static, you will hear and see some crazy shit because your your imagination will just take you where you want to go. You will get lost in that static, okay. the snow. Yeah, it's easy to do. Like I said, it didn't take me long. And 
like I said, once I realized that I was totally hard, hardcore screwing with myself, it was it was time to go. <laughs> I re- people it took, do- I'm sorry, go ahead. It took me a while to get over it. I mean, like, even though I, I subjected myself to it, it took me a while to get that static images out of my head. With the, the um, just the snow in general or the images that was yeah, manifested? Yeah, it, it was just kind of like burned in my eyes. Like, I, you know, you know how you look at your phone too long, you look up, you see the box, the square box of your phone? Yeah, sure. It kind of was like that for, I don't know, probably 10 minutes. I mean, I was only in there for 15, so it seemed like it way too long. So, but when you're focused on it, like that's, you know, the thing, I guess. I don't know. All right, so you, you do a lot of paranormal stuff. We talked about ghosts we talked about demons and uh demonologists and we talked a little bit about ufos and extraterrestrials like how deep do you go do you go do you start getting into supernatural like monster type stuff i mean bigfoot i guess technically is a monster and yeti or whatever but what about things like vampires and werewolves <laughs> i i mean i have dabbled around them i mean i'm not gonna say I, i'm knowledgeable about all of them i mean um, especially the uh, the ornamental creatures, the fairies, the the gnomes, the oh come on, the the St. Patrick's guys, the uh, leprechauns. Leprechaun. It's, Jesus, yeah, I didn't think of it yeah, yeah, I know. I, I could see him right there. Yeah, that doesn't help you when you're doing a radio show. That guy right there, um, <laughs> the lucky but, charms um, guy. You know him. Yeah, the lucky charms guy. That those, I mean, that seems more fascinating to me than Bigfoot because it's easier to lose like a fairy who is, well, if you look at like Tinkerbell for an example, who is what two inches tall, yeah, much much harder to keep track of than a seven foot creature. Right, so. and I think if if it's it's harder to keep track of, it's kind of more of a hunt or more interesting. I think because they they did find a giant bi- bipedal skull somewhere, right? I believe so. I think in Asia I, somewhere. I think, I think they tried passing that off as a willy mammoth, but I can't say for certain. It, it looked like uh, like an ape, like some kind of overgrown ape, like almost like a mini, like a Mighty Joe Young. Uh, you don't even know who that is. Damn it. I, I got to stop with the movie <laughs> references. It was like a mini well, you, ape. What, you know, the last, the last movie I watched was Legal Weapon. So I... <laughs> Uh, and I watched. I watched it recently. Do you mean part uh, four or the original? <laughs> the first one, the good one. <laughs> oh wait, so you're not you're not talking about the last movie you saw was in 1986? No, no, I'm just talking about that. It popped up on the old DVR screen. I had to watch it on demand. Oh uh, well, it is a great movie anyway. But <laughs> that's kind of my problem. I have this uh, short attention span because I start thinking about things, other things. Like I'll be watching a movie and. Uh, like I tried to watch a million ways to die in the West, right? And they—I can't remember what it was—but they started talking. was some cowboy scene. I'm thinking that isn't right. And the next thing I know, the movie's over. Uh oh, <laughs> you got lost time. You got lost time. No, I got over analyzing <laughs> this one scene in the movie. That's a comedy, and the next thing I know, it's over. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I got that problem too. But I got that problem sometimes even when I drive. I'll be driving. Oh, this is where this is my this is where my paranormal theory in life. Well, one of them. I have two. We'll go with the driving one. Yeah, when I'm I'm driving, and before I know it, I'm three miles, maybe even more, and I'm like, where? I don't remember driving here. Yeah, how how often does that happen? Like, you just straight up, you get, you know, 
And you're like, it happens a lot. Yeah, and it's strange. Yeah, and it, and how how about this one? Have you ever slowed down for somebody and you got up to where you thought they were and you looked and they weren't there? No, but I've that ha- I've what happened to me? So, something happened to me. I mean, it happens a lot where I'll see a guy get in my lane behind me, and then he's not there. Ah, yes, the ghost car. Yeah, what <laughs> the fuck is that? I have no. Well, just a ghost car. I just explained it to you. Yo, ghosts drive shitty cars. I got to tell you, that thing was like a red Dodge. I think ghosts drive better cars. Well, they drive what they drive in life, I'm sure. Okay, so here's here's my other crazy. Uh, Well, it's not really crazy. I've talked to enough people to know it's not extremely crazy. Have you ever had a song verse get stuck in your head? A lot, yes. And then heard the song and felt like you got advice from it? Uh, I can't say I have got that, no. You have to pay more attention then. Did you say advice? Yes. Like you had some pressing issue or some drama with somebody, something. And then you heard, you, you got the line stuck in your head and then you finally heard the song and something clicks. Yeah, maybe. that. Yeah, maybe. I, I could see how that can happen. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, you got to pay attention to it now. Because like I, when I tell people that, they, they often say no. And then two weeks later, I get a message that says, oh, yeah, I heard. Heard it through the grapevine, or yes, that's probably a poor example of it. And then I listened to the song and and realized that was just a rumor about me. Yeah, so. yeah, uh, that could be. That's definitely, I think, your situation, um, your surroundings, or your situation dictating your surroundings. Because you can have a problem in life, and you and you, you watch a movie, and it applies. You know, or are you going towards more like somebody is telling you something, and that's why the song is stuck in your head? Yeah. Right, because if, if if you're hearing it like in a ghostly voice, for the lack of a better explanation, because you obviously haven't heard the song. Now, if you've heard the song, it gets stuck in your head. That's a forget that. That doesn't apply to this at all. Yeah, if it's a song you haven't heard in five years and you're singing it, that's what I'm talking about. Is there any kind of theories on um, conversations with yourself, or is that just you're just talking to your subconscious? There's a lot of theories about people, crazy people talking. Oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a fucking. I talk to myself all the time. Like, like, like I'm a, like two people. Well, that, that see that kind of borders on that. Are you sane or no? I'm just kidding. If as long <laughs> as you're not, yeah, yeah, as long as you're not using different voices, I think you're okay. I think I think that's where that line starts at. Well, as one of the voices is a 21 year old Asian girl. Yeah, then we might have a problem. I don't. I, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, I do it too. Of course, yeah. I, I always joke. I, I want. I want the answers I want to hear. So I just talk to myself. So I, I mean, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're your own best friend, I guess. Yeah, it's it's often as people who don't have echo chambers that talk to themselves. <laughs> what is that? An echo chamber is where you have a bunch of fanboys who tell you you're great no matter how bad you are. What? That's the first time I've heard of that. I love that. Well, you apparently don't have one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not referred to it as that. You just feel really good because, like, there's this one show that I, I pay attention to. I don't listen to it. I just pay attention to the, the traffic. And, like, the host can say, my water was great tonight. And they'll be like, yeah, we got to buy some of that water. And then the next night he can say, ah, the water sucked. And they're like, yeah, it sucks. Right. But it's the same stuff. And they just kind of agree just to be agreeable. No matter how bad or how good something is, uh, I get it. And no, yeah, and, and nobody, if they if they 
rattle the boat and say, well, you said last night it was good. And they'll, they'll be yelling at the guy saying it, correcting the truth out there instead of calling the host an idiot. That's good. As I learned something new today. Speaking of, um, like, talking to yourself and voices, how, how are you um, on the psilocybin in the mushrooms? Like, um, psilocybin is the, the agent in mushrooms that makes you trip out and hallucinate. Now, psilocybin is also found on meteors that come from space. So there's some people who think that that's extraterrestrials communicating to us. Or is that extraterrestrials trying to uh, dope us up so when they land, it doesn't seem nearly as bad? All right, so is that where you're standing on this? Uh, uh, sure. I don't I don't really have an official statement on it, but I think that'd probably be... It's kind of funny how some of these weird chemicals uh, magically appear. Yeah. If they, have never, if they haven't been, you know, if they, being aliens, haven't been here, yet their stuff is here. And why are they throwing this stuff away? Should we really be mucking with it if the aliens are giving it to us? It's their garbage. <laughs> is it? Is that their radioactive waste? Is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, that's why it fucks us up so much. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what uranium would do to you, but I mean, it can't be good. Mushrooms from Venus, and we're eating them. Yeah, something. Do you think they have ill intent? No. I mean, I'm sure some of them do. Oh, just like humans. We'll just classify it that way. I'm sure some of them are good and some of them are like nasty people. I, I believe that's, I mean, I, I don't think they're all out to kill us because if they were all out to kill us, I think we'd already, you know, have bit it. Right. So. Awesome, Jim. I want to thank you for doing the show, man. Let people know where they can find you, your show. Um, well, you know, whatever you got going on. <laughs> Well, hopefully soon they could find me on iTunes again. But if you need a show tonight or whenever before it gets back up on iTunes, go over to tmr247.com. Or if that, if that's too much for you, go to italkparanormal.com. It'll get you to the same place. All good. So all the information, all the podcasts, yeah, just go over there. Social media, yeah, just go to the website. You can find find anything you need. So Do you have a Facebook or anything or just direct everybody to the website? Just go to the just go to the website. You can get the Facebook, the Google, the LinkedIn, the I don't I don't know anymore. Twitter, I don't. It's just so much anymore that I just send people to the website and they can find whichever one they like. I I used to tell people to go like me and follow me and whatever you do on Google Plus. Now it's just like yeah, if you use Facebook, find me, like me there. If you don't, I have a newsletter. I sign up. You can sign up for the newsletter. You get the new shows whenever they come up. Whatever. And what's the uh, website? One more time. TMR247, the number is 247.com. Oh, that's great, man. I could talk to you for like another 30, 40 minutes easy, but um, I only do like an hour's show, but I really want to thank you for doing the show and, and really saying yes when I just kind of out of the blue actually to do it. Not only did you say yes, but you actually did it, which is really respectable, <laughs> man. I want to thank you for doing it. Great time, man. Any Anytime you want me, you know where to, well, you almost know where to find me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right. See you later. Yep. Thanks. All right. All right. Big thanks to Jim Mallet for doing the show. I really enjoyed the appearance. Real quick, I just want to say what's up to man picking up change on Instagram. Go follow him on Twitter as well. I want to say what's up to my man Eric from the Offensive Line and the Big Papa Podcast. And I made some shirts on Teespring. Go check them out. I got a whole store on Teespring. It's uh teespring.com backslash stores backslash 
Gungo. It's uh, I got you know shows, sh- shirts representing my podcast. I got shirts with horror images on it, which is great. Something from uh, I got one from Demons. I got my brother's hardcore band, a Breed Apart shirts. Go check it out. It's you know one of the things where um, they don't sell unless the reserves are met. So I made a bunch of shirts, tank tops, but I only made. I only set up an order for five each, so, you know, they would go, uh, the demon shirt is, I only need one more of those, and then they sell, which is great, because I actually want one of those, so check it out at teespring.com backslash stores, backslash gungo, I want to thank everyone for listening, hanging in there, and, um, I guess that's about it, I'm not gonna do the full shout-out list tonight, so just those couple people there, alright, later. Thanks for checking out the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Gungo Podcast. That's G-U-N-G-O Podcast. And listen to past episodes at gungo.podbean.com. Do you want me to be the guy you're trying to make me? Do you want me to be the guy that orders people to die? You want me to be the dispensation of life and death? You convicted me for dispensating life and death, man. The president of the United States can't even do that. Like a dead pastor Splattered all over concrete Like plaster on Sabbath A blasphemous disaster I provide you with intricate Sadistic shit To guide you But this to click And will divide you Like arithmetic Riding with the pistol grip Sliding down low Inconspicuous When I slide in the biscuit clip Bucket you release Until one bullet's inside you bitch And if you're in a car We'll pull up to the side of it You know the rest The pressure hurts Buffing your chest again You'll be using your best effort Tucking your intestines in like dress shirts, a professional head You fuck like molested kids in church We're cave beings, we crave seeing death like Arabian Stabbing your flesh like Linda Kasabian Numerous punctures, it's humorous how a human crumbles when jokes That's how the universe functions You'll live as long as I let you You owe me your life You'll die as soon as I give the order to dead you Kill em. life and death, the facts that'll always get you Remember, maze and tax, the tools used to affect you Bow. You'll live as long as I let you You owe me your life You'll die as soon as I give the order to dead you Kill em. life and death, the facts Remember, I have the ability to mentally detach myself from emotion And the agility to dementedly slash your flesh with emotion During a commotion, what's occurring is promotion When I crack you in public, all you see is the blur of an explosion I'm pure corrosion of conformity, I love deformity Like slight faces from shrapnel in the bunkers of Normandy I observe you as non-existent, the nerve of you to think you're sadistic You're an assistant, a pissant, an unrealistic bitch ass You kiss ass, a dumb cystic fibrosis fast that shit's in his pants If you see a stranger stabbing a stranger, don't get involved, the shit'll get straight when you're in danger or your life being taken over something that wasn't a major concern of yours Now you're in surgery cause an artery got covered a razor You played yourself, you walk your line in life, don't go batty This rap I kick is deep like the shit Manson told Batty He can think pink elephants until Mama Africa comes home And it still doesn't make elephants pink I don't even know who Candace Bergen is, that's how dumb I am I'm really dumb, you wouldn't believe how stupid I am, I'm a hillbilly
Yeah. 